You've just finished a long shift. You find yourself in the supermarket, but you can't even remember whether you drove or you walked there. It's almost dinner time and you're under pressure. You need food, but you're overwhelmed now with just so many options. Now you're aimlessly wandering up and down the aisles without the slightest clue of what you need or you want. So you just grab something and then you walk out of the supermarket and you can't even remember where you parked the car. If this is you, strap yourself in because this episode is for you. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to a healthy shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. Welcome to today's episode of the show. So put your hand up if that supermarket scenario is you. I'm looking at you. So in today's episode of the show, I'm going to be talking all about decision fatigue. Uh, What? The supermarket scenario. How many times? No, there's nothing wrong with you. You're probably just exhausted. And on top of everything else, you're dealing with decision fatigue. Now, many of us as shift workers work in frontline health, emergency services, hospitality, and many other high-pressure jobs. And we have to make many decisions throughout a shift. Now, some of them are major. Some are just simple, but there's a lot of them. They're not not all necessarily major decisions, but having to make a series of minor choices throughout a day can weigh heavily on us. So in today's episode, I'll talk about decision fatigue, what it is, what causes it, and how can we best avoid it. And I'm even going to give you a life-changing strategy that will seriously make such a difference to you that you won't believe that you didn't think of it yourself earlier. Now, first of all, please, I ask you, if you get any value out of this podcast, that you please recommend it to your friends share it with your colleagues and make sure that everybody knows all about it because it is really important information. I love doing this podcast, but we really do need to help with the reach of the show. And the way we do that is we just take five seconds and we give it five stars. If you're listening on Apple, and I know, I see you, majority of you are listening on Apple and Apple Podcasts on your iPhones, go back to the main page, Scroll down to the bottom, and at that point, you can give it five stars. And if you're so inclined, in a few seconds, you can literally just write a few words as a review, and it's really appreciated. And on Spotify, go to the main page. There's three dots on the left-hand side there, and you can actually hit those, and you can give it five stars as well. And I'll be eternally thankful to you for actually doing that. All right, so let's get on with the show. Decision fatigue. What is decision fatigue literally defined as? Well, it is defined as a phenomenon that occurs when a person has made a lot of decisions, big and or small, back to back, and they begin to feel psychologically drained by it. Hello? That sounds familiar, doesn't it? And the more decisions that we have to make, the more careless those decisions are, or we end up avoiding those decisions altogether. 
But what is it? Is it indecisiveness or is it decision fatigue? What's the actual difference? So the best way to identify this is to look at it going on long term. Have you always been able to make a decision? I'm looking at you and that is just indecisiveness. If it's always been that way, then it's indecisiveness. People who are indecisive are often their own worst enemy because of the fear of making the wrong decision. And this just leads to procrastination and then second guessing yourself. Now, decision fatigue is something that is now, it's being highlighted to you. You'll realize what it is and also realize that it's not permanent. There's nothing wrong with you. And it can last for a few hours and then clear up the next day after rest. Decision fatigue is literally mental energy depletion that comes on after, say, a busy shift or a huge day of making one decision after another in your working life. Hello, shift workers. So now let's look at some of the common signs of decision fatigue. First of all, we'll go back to the supermarket. Just the inability to think clearly or to even focus. You get to the stage where you literally just cannot concentrate anymore. Frequent procrastination. You're a person who literally just is procrastinating. It's not a uh, something that happens to you over a, um, a long-term period, but you just get to the stage where you start to procrastinate. You can't make a decision. It's decision fatigue. The avoidance of decision-making tasks. So where you've got to look at something and you've got to make a decision around it, you just avoid it altogether and put it away. Irritability and a short temper caused, at least in part, by a frustration with yourself. So you get to the stage where you become really short-tempered or irritable because you just cannot make a decision. Then, when you do do it, you'll make an impulsive decision. You'll make some impulsive decision that you think, what on earth did I make that decision like that for? That was wrong. You can get to the stage where you start to feel completely overwhelmed and possibly even quite hopeless and you become critical of yourself and that's where you can get irritable and short-tempered again. Now, spending a lot of time making decisions. So you are in a, in a, not making a quick decision. That's decision fatigue. So if you're presented with a decision and you're just sitting there and you're going, oh, oh I don't know what to do, I don't know what to say, that can be decision fatigue because you've just spent a lot of time making it. Majority of people can see something that needs a yes or a no. It's a yes or a no. That's it. Done. Moved on. Right. You also can have physical symptoms um, like fatigue. You can get really tired, poor sleep, headaches, upset stomachs. You'll get um, digestive issues, which will cause you all sorts of problems. Constipation, diarrhea. All of these can also be symptoms of decision fatigue because it becomes out as a stress. And there's a sense of dissatisfaction with any choice that is ultimately made. And if that, any of that sounds familiar to you, then what can we do to actually minimise this? All right. So the first thing that we need to do is we need to limit yourself to making no more than a few big choices per day. Now, this is where you've got control of it. Now, shift workers, we're in a position where those of us that are actually working in um, frontline health and emergency services in particular, or if you're in a high-pressure shift working job where you're having to make snap decisions over and over and over again, then what actually happens is those decisions are made easily and you're doing that, but it's those decisions that you've actually been making that are making it harder for you to make the decisions when you finish outside of work. 
because you don't have to make these instant decisions. And so what you end up doing is making none whatsoever. So when you do get out of work, limiting yourself to only making a few of those decisions or even on your days off, allocating time and just a few decisions, sit down, analyze it, have done. Now, making the most of an important decision early in the day. I think that this is key to avoiding decision fatigue myself. Because while you're fresh and in the morning, it's an ideal time for you to actually make your decisions. This is why I'm a huge advocator for the sky before screen. When you wake up, get up, open the blinds, get back into bed, lay there, look out the window and contemplate your day. Set your intentions. When you're setting your intentions while you're mentally fresh, you're not only getting the light, which is triggering your circadian rhythm to wake you up, but you're also nice and clear and fresh where you can make a decision before you look at that goddamn telephone that fills your brain full of rubbish at the beginning. Make those decisions first. It will make such a big change for you. Leaving the lighter decisions for later in the day. And also, if you've got big meetings or panels or boards or you've got anything to do, schedule them for in the morning when you're at your best so that you're not um, suffering from decision fatigue trying to make decisions later. Now, plan your agenda a day in advance. That way, you'll be better prepared with an early start the next day. Now, I want you to hold on to that thought because I'm actually going to come back to this and I'm going to come back to it in a big way with my game-changing strategy. Now, take regular work breaks as well. Give your brain a chance. Replenish your brain and arrange a timely and adequate meals and snacks along with proper hydration through the day as well. Of course, a nutritionist would say that, but let me just be clear with you. This is the important thing. Because the food is the glucose that the brain is actually functioning on. And your nervous system is functioning on the glucose as well. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we're getting that food and those snacks going in and the high hydration throughout the day. Because this really helps us. Now, you don't have to make all your decisions on your own. You know, draw on your partner or even a friend just to weigh in on some of the difficult things that you've got to do. They'll give you another perspective. You do not have to make these decisions all on your own, or if you do, if you can't make it, shelve it and look at it again another day. I think that's another thing. And the other thing is too, when you're facing too many options, narrow down your selections to just a few and then pick one and just go with it and have done. That's it. So, and don't avoid questioning your final decision. Simply embrace it and move forward. Because the more you procrastinate and agonize over it, the worse you're actually making it for yourself. Just make a decision and get on with it. Now, if you get stuck, draft a simple pros and cons, a simple plus and minus list. This can help to facilitate an objective and a sound decision-making process for you. What are the advantages? What are the disadvantages? Wow, that's a lot of disadvantages. Let's get rid of that one. And prioritize a list of tasks and create deadlines for yourself. And I'm going to come back to this one as well, because this forms part of my game-changing strategy. And follow a set routine or a structure, which helps to save time and bring a sense of consistency in your life. It also eliminates decision-making for your routine tasks. So like when to eat, what to eat, and when to exercise. These things are important. Set reminders on your phone if you need to, to take things like your supplements or do whatever you've got to do. The more you do this, the more you have to avoid 
making those decisions. It's just there and done. Bang, there's the reminder, I do this. And avoid impulsive decision making. Postpone decisions if you have to, rather than make the wrong one that you're going to actually end up regretting later. Then you've got to make another decision to navigate your way out of it. All right. So there some simple strategies, all right? This is how we can actually minimize it. Now I'm going to tell you how, what my game-changing strategy really is. And the main thing that I say to people around this is scheduling. Now, I've been working with my clients, my shift working clients, and we've come up with a strategy which has become an absolute game-changer for them. And it's quite simple. Buy yourself a whiteboard. A whiteboard. What am I going to do with a whiteboard? Well, I can tell you. You put the whiteboard actually up on your wall, or you get one that you can put on your fridge, or inside your wardrobe, or on your bedroom wall, or whatever. And what you do in your first column, you actually list the days of the week Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then next to that, you actually write your shifts. You can see what shifts you're working in advance. Now, when you do this, you do this while you're lucid and not suffering from decision fatigue at the time. So you're writing down your shifts, your days, your shifts. The next thing you write down is the things that you absolutely have to do. I've got to get little Karen off to calisthenics on Tuesday and Friday night. Write that on there. I've also got to... um, do something. I've got a hair appointment and I've got to go to a hair appointment on whatever day. I've got a massage booked in for this day. Write these things down and put them on your whiteboard. Then what you do is you schedule in two or three sessions where you can move for yourself and actually give yourself some me time to actually get out and get some exercise and get yourself feeling good while you're doing that. And this is really, really important. So this, what happens here is You then get to the stage where you look at this whiteboard at the end of the week, uh, during the week, and all you've got to do is look at it and go, right, tomorrow I've got this. You don't have to think about it. The other thing is as well, is if you're living in a family environment, your family can look at it and see what you've got on. Instead of, Dad, can you run me to footy tomorrow? Oh, you're working tomorrow night. Okay. They don't have to have these conversations with you. They are literally all there for them to see. These are conversations that you don't have to have because the more of those conversations you have to have, the more fatigued you end up. So you can avoid that, can you do this, can you do that, by them being able to see what your schedule is on the wall during the week. Now, I know this sounds incredibly simplistic, but let me just say this to you. It literally does change your life by doing this. Now, that's the first strategy that I've got putting that up on the wall and using it. Now, the other one is because the biggest, biggest problem that we as shift workers have is the decision fatigue around what to eat and when. Now, this is a real problem. So I'm going to give you a strategy that's going to help you. So open your phone and open your notes and in there, write breakfast and write down six of your favorite easy breakfasts to do. And the next thing is write down lunch and write down six of your favorite and easy lunches that you can do. And then dinner, write down six of your favorite dinners. And then when it gets to snacks, write down six snacks that you know that you can grab and go and you've got with you. Can you see what I've done here? 
What I've actually done is taken that decision fatigue away. So when you get to the supermarket, you open your phone, you look at the note, and you go, oh, yes, I'll have that. So when you've walked into the supermarket, you've got something that you know you can cook, something that you know that you can do, and you can actually just go and grab the bits and pieces you need, get in the car, once you remember where you parked it, and get home and put it together. Having those six meals and six snacks listed out absolutely makes a massive difference for you. And there's no reason why you can't mix them up and change them. It's not like you're looking at the same six every time. Because when you've got decision fatigue, you'll end up grabbing something like a frozen pizza or something frozen or something really simple, or people get the same thing over and over again. If you've got those favorite meals, favorite snacks listed, it makes life so much easier for you to actually do. All right, so that's the list of six, I call it, the list of six. So get that list, write it down. Very, very simple. Right, that's that one. Now, the next one that we do is when it comes to meal prepping, we always struggle, always are struggling with what to do around decision-making as to what to prepare ourselves for food. So I'm going to give you this challenge. The challenge is pick the meal that challenges you the most, whether it's a meal at work or whether it's a meal at home. And I want you to focus on that one meal. So on your scheduler, have a look at your scheduler. You live in your life, so have a look at your scheduler and go through it and work out which meal in each day is going to be the most challenging and work towards that. It might be dinner when you get home. It might be dinner at work. It might be lunch at work. It might be anything, but just focus on one meal. Don't worry about the rest, just one. Because I can absolutely guarantee to you that once you work towards that one meal and nail that one meal, you will be looking for the next meal to work on and nail that one as well. Baby steps, people. Just go one little step at a time. Focus on the meal that is your most challenging and just look at that one. Fix that one. And I think that is the way that we actually can avoid that decision fatigue around that meal prepping, the decision fatigue around when we're going to go to the gym or when we're going to um, get a walk-in or um, what we've got on, because it's so common, and I mean so common, and I know you're all going to look at yourselves and nod here, but it is so common for us to have a few days off or even a day off and get to the end of the day and have wasted the whole day purely because we literally can't make a decision as to what to do. And this does cause us a lot of problems. So that's the things that I would say that are the best things to do to help you to avoid decision fatigue. So I want to tell you, you're normal. You are perfectly normal. This is a normal phenomenon that particularly happens to our shift workers. All right. So make sure that you put those little strategies in place, focus on those little things, and I'm sure that it will help you. But just knowing that it's decision fatigue and it's temporary, that should make an enormous difference to you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. 
If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one. Oh,